even if you have Spotify Premium, we make you listen to that ad. Big Spotty <laughs> is so fucked up, isn't it? Big Spotty, you know, keeps our pockets lined, so I won't talk too bad about them. But they are mm. the inferior music streaming platform. Mm. Um, they it are shows... basically the Android of music. They really are, uh, but it does show that podcasting is the most lucrative audio format of the 21st century. Because we're making ads off premium users and mm-hmm. making the bank off of subscriptions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, we got to start um, making some custom content for for Big Anchor and Big Spotty. That way we can get an even bigger bag. Um, mm-hmm. But we don't really have a platform. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should go make our own podcasting platform eric our own site it'll be it'll make it way better How, we'll pick a nicer nicer typeface than what spotify uses mm-hmm. problem is ty we do such a good job at managing our effort level for this podcast for this show i should say um we you know barely put any time into this we are able to uh just hit a button and things are distributed across all listening platforms including the broke boy ones um so really, there's not much for us to do, which is great. Starting a podcast or a, you know, a new platform <laughs> sounds like a challenge. Yeah, actually, you're right. I don't think I'm in a position to take on that much additional effort. I would rather mm-hmm. apply that capacity to this beautiful show. Mm-hmm. And to other uh, corporate priorities. Mm-hmm. So uh, what, are, what are we activating today on Think Fresh Podcast, Eric? What's on the menu? Uh, well, as you know, we, ha- we do have a solid uh, rare juice program here at the Eric household. Um, I don't have it for you. To, I don't have anything to show you on camera today uh, in terms of juice, but I was sipping on a organic 100% carrot juice. Um, naturally sweetened, of course. <laughs> you good? <laughs> no way i i just about choked my water because i've been sipping back the car- carrot juice as well my friend <laughs> wow this is some think fresh synergy yeah we got we got our on think fresh we get our carrots two type of ways in juice form and in in gold <laughs> ayo yeah. yeah i just crushed a glass of water intermixed with some like ginger carrot extract cold pressed of course few drip, wow. drippy drobbies in there it turns the whole glass a nice like orange tint it looks like mm-hmm. a frank ocean album artwork mm-hmm. hint of hint of orange are you mm-hmm. sponsored by lacroix i i think it's in the works my people are talking i think we're gonna yeah. we're gonna do something together absolutely be sure to dial me into that meeting because uh big eric wants the bag too and yeah it's if- if there's one business that's uh, really champions and drink fresh energy, I would say it's our, our friends over at LaCroix. Absolutely. Um, I do have another small update for you. Uh, Teeth Week is alive and well, and it is continuing well into June here uh, because I just got my new mouthwash today. Mm, it, 40 episodes later. For the long-term <laughs> listeners, Eric finally cops the Marvis mouthwash, the elusive minty Marvis mouthwash. Mm-hmm. I am doing a live unboxing here for Ty right now. Can we get that pop uh, of the can? Oh, yeah. Ready? Yeah. I think I, I heard that. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love how the the Marvis mouthwash. Sure. Yeah. It always shows up in this like really, really ornamental container. 
Mm-hmm. All Mar- Marvis is is just ornamentation. Um, <laughs> True. But you know, I do have the bottle here. Um, yeah, it's it smells quite nice. Um, I learned actually that you do have to dilute this. It is quite a small bottle, only 120 milliliters. You do dilute it, um, you know, so that you get more out of it. But Ty, I don't I believe you, in uh, that one bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't. Ty, dilute... I heard you uh, just go straight to the noggin with it. Yeah, I uh, just crank, uh, cr- pinch your nose and crank it back. Uh, but I don't dilute anything in my life, Eric, and my yeah. mouthwash is no exception. Mm-hmm. The only thing you're diluting is your sauces when you add seven of them to your sandwich. <laughs> No, they still hit just as hard as if it was a single. They mm-hmm. actually like exponentially hit harder the more sauce. You, <laughs> you mix south, you you mix southwest with sweet onion, and you're gonna get like a softer flavor on your palate. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you ever, um, when you get sauce, do you ever say like, do you ever get one sauce twice? Like, say they just put some hot sauce on, and you're like, do it again. Like, I'll get that again. (laughs) (laughs) Is that double sauce in it? I don't know. But what sauces are like collabs, you know, like if like you get like a cause supreme collab, that's just going to fly off the shelves faster than any either one of those failing entities. (laughs) Sauces, uh, you know, do the most heavy lifting at Subway. Uh, The meats are up there as well. you know, this is like something I actually want to talk to you about, Ty, because I think actually the veggie sub, the veggie delight in particular, should be absolutely free. Do I don't know why? I, I want to know <laughs> why. <laughs> so, Ty, the veggie delight is comprised of what? Vegetables, bread, sauce. All of these things are absolutely free ingredients and free add-ons to your already prepaid sub. Okay. So mm-hmm. nothing um, that I just listed is something that you have to be charged for extra unless you're talking about avocado, but we're, we're just going to omit that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so get this, Ty. If I ordered, um, you know, say a BMT and I said, actually hold off on the bread, hold off on the vegetables, no sauce, I just want the meat, that, they would charge me the same amount. Mm-hmm. You know what, what are you walking out of there with? Just a few slabs of pepperoni. Exactly. So... Why am I paying? So how do they come up with a price, first of all, for vegetables? Is it like just late, like time? Are they just charging for time? Are they a creative consultancy or a deli? I don't know. (laughs) Holy shit. See, I've always felt like there was a bit of like something fraudulent about the veggie sandwich as a vegetarian. It didn't make any sense for me to be paying the same price as like the egg salad next door or the black forest ham. Or the mm-hmm. cold cuts, all those low tier sandwich options. Mm-hmm. The, the veggie sandwich, sandwich is uh, is truly the chick next door. <laughs> I <hate> it. <laughs> uh, um, I, it never felt right, and I think this is what you're what you're saying is echoing the feeling I've had inside. Thank you for articulating it for me. Mm-hmm. The veggie sandwich should be free. It should be a free sub. Um, and maybe it is. Maybe we're just going into Subway and we are, you know, billing. We're getting billed by the hour. Can you imagine if you get charged for how much time you spend waiting in line? Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, like, how much time it takes to order? I bet you people would rip through their order so fast. Like, it's like, okay, I'll get the BMT, throw everything on that shit. Boom, let's go. And then you're mm-hmm. on the clock, buddy. Like, after that, it's on you. It really aligns with Subway's treatment of the artist, which is, like, kind of like they're a gig worker. 
they mm-hmm. they are like the uh, Uber driver equivalent of uh, like food food creation. So it would make sense to charge by the minute that it takes for them to create your sandwich, and not by the vegetables. Yeah, this, this is this seems obvious. They need to reformat everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's time plus meat. <laughs> That's, mm-hmm. Time uh... plus meat. <laughs> that is the physics equation here for charging, uh, you know, patrons at Subway. Because mm-hmm. if it was just meat, it would be a deli. Exactly. The only thing separating... <laughs> we have so many of these takes. But the only thing separating Subway from being a restaurant... Or the Subway, the restaurant, from being a deli... Is charging by the hour making your sandwich. Maybe it's a fixed fee. Maybe it's like mm-hmm. RGA. <laughs> they just like charge one client project price. And mm-hmm. if it's over budget, then they just eat the cost. Literally. Mm-hmm. I love that. It's a creative, they are a creative consultancy. And when mm-hmm. you are a regular at Subway, it's really that you just have like your agency on record is Subway. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's much like, uh, you know, when they send an invoice after like their, their letterhead is nice and prominent at the top. Like this is what you owe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind this format because I see in this world the opportunity for myself as a patron to be able to select a sandwich artist from the ranks, and then I pay a premium for their time if I'm getting like a senior artist or maybe like a principal artist or like a lead artist, mm-hmm. or I could like go cheaper and like just have a few intern artists like. Uh, fill out my my bun with some veggies mm-hmm. yeah absolutely it's kind of like when you go to the dentist and you are going specifically to this person's dental office and mm-hmm. you expect to see that person call him dr dr dental you mm-hmm. know I'm, I'm over here to see dr dental but the whole time I'm, I'm working i'm being worked on by his assistant so why am i paying big dr dental prices for his, his assistant to work on me and this is the challenge <laughs> with all agency models and maybe why Subway as a creative consultancy doesn't fly, Eric, because like, that's always what happens is when you are paying for the service of that frontline sandwich artist, you're actually paying everybody behind the scenes that put that person there. You're paying for the graphic design department that set up all those posters and like the franchise and the business. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The, you're the, you're the paying staff, for the, the corporate, uh, corporate pizza lunch on, on Fridays. Yeah. So, <laughs> There's a like tax that's on hidden inside your sandwich. So if I was a sandwich artist, here's what I would do. Much like many of my colleagues in the agency world, you break away from big agency and you start your own independent practice and you can lower the costs for your consumer, but still deliver the same quality of results. What does that mean <laughs> for Subway, Eric? It means that the sandwich artists should... Uh, disperse from subway form their own independent artist studio or collective and make sandwiches to a similar similar degree of quality and i'm sure they would take some of their customers mm-hmm. with them but ty you're you're making a big assumption that the sandwich artists are not completely replaceable they offer no value <laughs> so them leaving is like okay fine we'll just hire more of you yeah, well, it's no different than like an entry level art director position. <laughs> that is but, true. Well, Subway, it's, it's the, sa- the sandwich artist is like you want the experience. This is a, an opportunity for the experienced ones, Eric. Like, 
you're not paying me for the minute it took me to make that sandwich. You're paying me for the 15 years of experience making sandwiches. <laughs> now we're talking. Yeah. My crusty old hands uh, know, the, know their way around the footlong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're absolutely right, Ty. And thank you so much for reminding me that it's not about, you know, that those 10 minutes of work. It's more about, you know, everything else I bring to the table that, you know, I'm actually saving you time on. Um, I might take the same 15 minutes to make the sandwich, but you know, it's just that 10% better because totally. it's the whole package, Eric. It's not just the foot long. It's the chips and cookies and drinks too. You're getting the mm-hmm. whole package. Mm-hmm. Not flinching when I ask, Hey, can you put these chips inside the sandwich? They mm-hmm. just take it with experience and, and crack open that bag on site. Mm-hmm. No problem. No problem at all. So yeah, it's a it's a compelling idea. This is a great thought that comes out of the veggie sub. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, what we, should uh, what should Subway do about this? Like, if they were to make, say, they just made the veggie sandwich free, are you gonna get you know low level low lifes pulling up on the door right right at nine saying like, "Where's my free breakfast?" Well, that's a good question. Like. I think about how the veggie sandwich is the subway equivalent of a cup of water. You walk into a cafe, like a Starbucks, and you can mm-hmm. get a free cup of water. If you go into the cafes <laughs> that I go to, you always get a free cup of sparkling water. Mm-hmm. Fourth wave. Fourth wave, yeah. So Subway, this is this could be their water play. It could be the veggie sandwich. And it gets you in the door, and it gets people buying cookies. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like how at like Korean restaurants – you sit down and after you order, they just bring you like 15 different dishes of like small little bite-sized things. Mm-hmm. Kind of like that. You just get, you know, you sit down and they bring you your veggie <laughs> sandwich. Mm-hmm. And then they say, would you like to buy any meats or, or not? And then you just go ahead and slice them up, put them in. Mm-hmm. It's or meat a la carte. The, the house chips and salsa at your resident Mexican spot. Absolutely. I love this. Mm-hmm. that's the veggie um, sub yeah that is the veggie sub um why oh. what, what about <laughs> oh i just had a breakthrough eric you go you go okay. first so the veggie sub tastes like nothing it's just air right it's cheap yep. cheap for them to make it's all free ingredients why don't they yep. reduce the size take it down to two inches even one inch a one inch little mini veggie a sub yeah, a slider you walk in the door, you get a complimentary veggie sandwich every for every customer that walks in, right? Mm-hmm. The intention of it is to help you navigate the menu later because now you've had an opportunity to taste <laughs> fresh lettuce. See how mm-hmm. squishy that tomato really is. Maybe try a sauce pairing that mm-hmm. you've never had. Now mm-hmm. you're inspired. You got a sense of like what's good today, like what's fresh this week. And you're ready to dive into that menu mm-hmm. and you are inspired to get that signature sandwich. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You've sampled the yield that season. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the harvest is bountiful. Exactly. Shout out my Indian farmers. Mm-hmm. Um, but Ty, what about this idea? So assembling. So, okay. A great thing about serving water, you know, or chips and guac is that it requires zero preparation. Literally one thing on a plate or, you, you know, a pitcher and two glasses of water. You just like walk up to the table. It takes three seconds, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So try this on for, for size, Ty. What if they just took some garlic oil, put that on a plate for you, 
and toasted a nice little six inch loaf of bread and just gave you some bread and oil to start off your day dining in at Subway. Mm. That way you can try maybe, maybe it's an assortment of bread. Maybe it's like one inch bites of like every bread type. That's a and fucking then, mint yeah. idea, Eric. It, that's I mint. love this. Uh, and <laughs> this is the Subway's chance to take a big ass bite of Olive Garden's market share. You know, with it, in the faux Italian industry, exactly. it's like the, the big boys are going at it now. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's a head-on collision of, you know, two, two industry titans. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, an, an unlimited, what's it, unstoppable force meets an immovable object. No, this is a, um, a infinite drink, like infinite soda meets an un, unedible un, sandwich. Un, unquenchable thirst. Whoa. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Damn. My favorite wow. thing about Olive Garden is the bottomless soda, the bottomless salad, and the bottomless breadsticks. Mm. My favorite thing about Olive Garden is the fake patio that they have, like, usually on the upper floor. Mm-hmm. That's like, you can't, there's no way to access it, but there is a chair and two tables. Or, sorry, mm-hmm. two tables. Two chairs and a table, for fuck's sake. And, uh, and there's just, it looks like the best seat in the house has got a view. It's the only one that's mm-hmm. up there. And you, there's no ladder, no stairs, nothing. Yeah, well, if you're going to that table, you, you're not rich enough to sit at that table. That's like bottle service up there. That's like, bottle service, yeah. That's the CEO have, of Olive Garden. That's, it's always reserved for him. Yeah, I'd say it's definitely for like the up, upper class of Olive Garden customers. And if, you're, if you haven't sat at that table before, you're not a part of that class. Absolutely. And, you know, don't be don't beat yourself up over that because it's mm-hmm. only there's only room for two up there. <laughs> uh, wow, it's been a long time since I've been to Olive Garden. Um, yeah, I can't say I miss it at all. <laughs> Subway's my Olive Garden. That's my president. Mm-hmm. My, my true passion. Yeah. Ty, when are we going to storm the capital of Olive Garden and um, demand that they give back Subway their IP? Yeah, <laughs> give us back our fake potted plants. Yeah, you can't just steal ideas like that. Exactly. Uh, wow, Eric. Um, I think there's one other thing we need to cover today. It's big news. It's important news. Um, big, big. Uh, the failing New York Times dropped a bomb <laughs> this week. The oh, really? big tuna sandwich mystery. That's right. We got investigative journalism going after Big Way now. Oh, fuck's sake. What is... <laughs> this is a new article? This is new. This is uh, June 19th. That's what the new... So that's what wow. the New York Times has been working on this week. <laughs> if anyone's wow. wondering what journalism in America is doing. So on, on you're telling me on Juneteenth, New York Times is posting about fake, fake tuna. <laughs> Uh, wow crooked crooked new york times we always knew they were uh they had some deep-seated racism there but we, we never knew it was against subway <laughs> yeah no kidding but what they did bring to light is some fascinating like confirmation bias about the tuna sandwich okay we're so subway 2021 yeah we're still, still talking about this this is like the okay the 90th episode where we've talked about like whether or not the tuna sandwich is fake. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, what does the uh, crooked New York times say about it? Well, they pulled some DNA 
from a few different <laughs> tuna subsamples and it came back inconclusive. They could neither find evidence of tuna mm. or ident- really identify anything in it. So their uh, hypothesis is now that Subway has no tuna in it. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if uh, New York Times is full of geniuses who, who are just you know clickbaiting us and creating drama for no reason and just furthering this uh, you know conspiracy or it's just a couple of retards working over there who don't know how to how to solve a crime over here <laughs> yeah i don't know this is a crime they, against subway ty yeah you think they're trying to take you think there's like this is another case of people trying to take down subway like big sand <laughs> the big sandwich behind the curtain wants to see subway fail yeah i mean we just forgot about it you know literally like when was this story first announced? Like three weeks ago? Mm-hmm. Or like a month ago? Like we were Time you know, no just we we have just gotten over it. Uh people are back at Subway. Indoor dining is allowed. Everyone's, you know, rolling up their sleeves at the way. <laughs> um and the biggest like journalism company, whatever it's called, publication, is mm-hmm. posting about this again. So I can only assume that. Um, it's either crooked Jimmy John's or crooked Quiznos that are, you know, in the pockets of New York Times, uh, and forcing them to fudge the results. Yeah, well, it's it's really hard to say. Like, there's a lot of actors here, Eric. We have the subway itself, the protagonist of this story. Yep. We have the, the journalists. Yep, the journalist over at the failing New York Times, and then we have the customer who's stuck in between like a like a middle child of a divorce trying to decide where their loyalties lie so i'm going to give you a perspective from all three sides okay subway claims that their tuna is only skipjack and yellowfin so that's some premium tuna Um, and they advocate they even sent an email (laughs) that said that their tuna is real so they are staying firm by their belief Mm -hmm. they say that they get fresh yeah, so uh, an advocate for Subway even said that the tuna, they described it as perfectly colored and that it should go to a sushi bar. That's a a, a pretty crazy claim, if you ask me. <laughs> um, now, okay. yep, looking at the, uh, the journalist side, they took Subway DNA to a lab and there was two conclusions, they said. One, mm-hmm. it's so heavily processed that whatever we could get out of it, we just couldn't identify. Or we got some DNA and there's just no tuna in it. So those mm-hmm. are the lab results. So that's where New York Times is coming from. Now, finally, there's still a client side of this, which I think is the most interesting. This is our customer, our middle, our, our child in the divorce. And mm-hmm. they interviewed one longtime customer, subway customer her name was jen and she said as an occasional consumer of subway's tuna jen said she is confident that it is fish and here's why eric quote i personally have a really weak stomach to fish which is how we know the tuna is real she said last time i ate it i puked my guts out (laughs) unquote (laughs) oh boy so you know, it really doesn't get more scientific than this, Ty. Um, mm-hmm. It could have been 
a host of things that made poor Jen uh, yak her guts out. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I do think that it's, it was a good chance that it is real fish. Um, you know why? Because my breath smells like complete asshole after I eat it, uh, mm-hmm. much like yours. Thank you. Uh, yeah, and I find that, like, whether it's some, like, Whole Foods, ocean-wise, canned tuna, or the mush I get from Subway, my stomach feels like knots either way, so. Yeah. I I really can't trust my body on this one. Mm -hmm. Unless this is part of, like, a, maybe the tuna scam is bigger than Subway. Maybe tuna doesn't even exist. Mm Mm-hmm. I I reckon when we do, uh, trot on over to Subway... Uh, with our sleeves rolled up and our and our quarter zips, quarter zipped, I think uh, we're gonna have to order two sandwiches, okay, one veggie delight, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then nego- try to negotiate the biggest discount as possible. And number two will be uh, a tuna sub, and we're just gonna swap halves. We're gonna both have each one, um, and that'll be a great way to welcome Subway back into our lives after about two years of abstaining mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i'm taking off my purity ring and i'm getting to work on that foot long mm-hmm. i'm loosening up my chastity belt because i'm gonna need uh some space belt <laughs> to fit this thing. um i think it would be an appropriate way to close this episode after talking about bad tuna on our breath eric if you took the uh commemorative swig of your marvis mouthwash on Ooh. live on air with us right now Live on air? That is an awesome idea, and I will absolutely do that. All right. The fir- his first swig of this pure concentrate minty freshness. Yeah, don't mind me while I get situated here over where my sink is, because, uh, you know, I cannot be doing this in the studio. Good call, good call. Hang on. So I, okay. for the listeners, I don't recommend trying this at home. Marvis recommends you dilute the mouthwash, but Eric and I, we've been around the block. We've had a few teeth weeks. I brushed personally three times yesterday. We know what we're doing. Oh, yeah. We're, we're okay. no stranger to minty fresh breath. Um, well, first of all, I can tell you right away, this sticker is just horrible. I hate the sticker. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Play by play. Wow, gotta tell you, this bottle is beautiful. Holy shit, this this shit is strong as hell. He just took a snout. He has, it hasn't even touched. He eats with his other senses, his eyes and mm-hmm. his nose. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're taking it straight to the dome? Take it straight on. Don't go too big. He's taking a little sip, a little sip of the mouthwash, head cocked back. It's infiltrated his his lips he's swigging it around mm-hmm. he's shaking his eyes are rolling back mm-hmm. oh is he gonna go for the gurgle oh wow you heard it hmm. here first folks the first podcast you've probably ever heard a gurgle on think fresh is all about innovation <laughs> and the rent. Smooth finish for Eric. You're going to feel some squeakiness on your teeth, I suspect. Wow, that shit is like a fucking nuke. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit, I took the smallest little sip. And wow, I can tell you that diluting it is absolutely necessary. (laughs) Oh, 
that is if you are a pussy we do not dilute on this podcast this is the most concentrated podcast you'll ever mm-hmm. find we are fully saturated here at think fresh podcast oh yeah baby oh yeah strong mint i'm, I'm assuming you got the same flavor absolutely <sighs> so i might go take a strong swing right voice. now can we, can we <laughs> see that live on the pod now we're, we're calling this one <laughs> oh man i got i got all the time in the world now to to watch you swig from the marvis but um wow i'm like swallowing little bits of it <laughs> so i'm feeling the burn now go down in my throat um and i gotta say it is quite refreshing i do feel like i needed this in my life ty yeah i, I can't know, wait right? for someone to feel like they are allowed to do take this in my place because uh, i keep it in the bathroom yeah, and I can't wait for them to feel like they're allowed to use it and then take a big swig. Um, and, yeah, they will fully regret it. Yeah, absolutely. I actually keep mine out of sight, out of mind. I'd rather my guests mess with the Aesop because then they don't get themselves into any uh, circumstances that they require the host to intervene. Like, if they take this, I'm going to have to resuscitate them on the bathroom floor. But the mm-hmm. Aesop is a pleasant, like, manageable experience for someone uh mm-hmm. self-servicing a bathroom of which isn't their own mm-hmm. uh especially especially licorice lovers mm-hmm. if you love the lick then you'll love the dick <laughs> <laughs> oh wow um uh, yeah you're really uh really mismanaging the meat today eric <laughs> compromised cold cuts are in my personality um Whatever that means. I don't know. Okay, Ty. It's been a swell episode once again. Love linking and building with the fam. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking forward to more you. activations like this in the future. Absolutely. This was a wonderful subway activation. Again, uh, twice weekly. You can find us here. We want, we're not going anywhere. Mm-mm. I live in this stew. Oh, yeah, buddy. Um, all right, Ty. Talk to you later. Ciao. Ciao.